The gondola ship Monstro is a multi-purpose organic ship. It is quite a bit larger than the DSS-1, housing a generational crew of 300, including Imperial defectors, Conquered passengers, Vochenth mutants, Goosh caravanners, Esdes missionaries, Jagger sailors, and at least one Fortizen navigator. Unlike most ships, Monstro has no decks to speak of. Instead, sections of the ship are separated into pods, or glands, within the bowels of the creature. Most of these glands are designated for crew and guest quarters. Each bedroom on board the ship is an organic bubble of flexible, caramel-colored material. Illumination in these chambers is given by an orb the size of a fishbowl, which descends from the ceiling on a membrane. Artificial portholes have been placed along the walls of the room to allow passengers to see out. The center of the ship is a large open cavity that has been designated the Grand Hall. This is a multi-purpose area with several artificial tiers built in to provide more functional space. The ship's council chamber lies at the far end of the Grand Hall, a council of six representatives for all of the alien races present on the ship. Much of this area serves as a hydroponics bay as there is a clear membrane that lines the top of it and is capable of being opaque or clear to account for the proximity of stars. The middle of the Grand Hall is the mess, where lots of tables have been set up to provide seating for mealtime. Around the sides of the Grand Hall, the Goosh and a few other economical crew have set up vendor stalls and sell specialized or scavenged items. Large white bones extend from floor to ceiling and give the whole Grand Hall an oval shape, as the ribs of the gondola serve as support beams. Floating in the mists of the Kanjali Nebula, the gondola Monstro is unaware it is being observed. A view screen showing Monstro from afar is switched off on a console by a small, gray, fuzzy hand. Meanwhile, back on Monstro, we see the three unlikely alien allies once again in the antechamber of the, to the bridge. Adjunct Rillo hulking in the doorframe. Nasher is fidgeting irresponsibly with a large firearm. And Tavia is trying her best to look like she doesn't associate with the others. Rillo receives a communication into his earpiece and stands aside from the door, ushering the three onto the bridge. Primary Ganji is at the far side of the room, bent over a far console deep in conversation with the Jagger bridge technician seated at the station. Without looking up from the console, Ganji says, You three, come take a look at this. She points at an oscilloscope readout on the console. It is prominently displaying the active frequencies present outside the ship. What do you see? Uh, this doesn't really look like anything I look at. I just look at the uh, the machine parts there. Tavia? I mean, unless there's Imperials for me to shoot, I'm not really interested. I'm just looking around the room, looking for any potential threats. I probably didn't, haven't even noticed what's being pointed out to me. This oscilloscope... Um, it displays several frequency bands. These right here, and she'll point, these are the calls of the gondola moving through the nebula. And you see slow waves kind of on the screen. Monstro can hear all of these, even in the vacuum of space, and each signal carries important information. Dangers, food sources, mating grounds. The Kanjali is a delicate ecosystem. And even subtle changes will make the gondola disappear forever. There is someone out there listening to these creatures, and it's not us. 
We recently intercepted an encrypted communication from what appears to be an Imperial listening post. The only parts we could decipher of the communication were spatial coordinates. When we cross-referenced them against our database, the only match was the to the coordinates we have recorded from the gondola, their herding pattern. Someone in the Empire wants to know where these gondola are congregating, and I want you to put a stop to it. This is confidential information I'm sharing with you. I don't know who to trust of my own people, so I'm outsourcing. While you're digging for clues, don't let anyone hear what it is you're looking for. The last thing we need is for the Empire to know we are on their secret installation, and shut it down before we get there. It's Gavin here, GM, inter-cutting inter, uh, in. Sorry, words. Um, just wanted to give you a, a little bit of a update here, in case you noticed a, a voice that you don't recognize. Um, we are joined uh, by our good friend Chris. He is a, a member of the podcasting group, the Monster Mashers podcast, yep. uh, where they talk about monster conspiracies and dicks. Yep, a lot um, of <laughs> there's more dicks talk than you, you would think when we talk about cryptozoological creatures and the like, but. Yeah, thanks for having me on. We're we're happy to have you. It's 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 nice to have a guest star for once. Yeah. Um, yeah. Demario or Demi, as you know them, is uh, under otherwise indisposed this week. So we thought, uh, you know, let's keep the recording going and uh, and just uh, invite somebody on. And so uh, Chris is Chris has graciously joined us, and um, here to have a good time. And we'll be playing a uh, a new character. Well. A character we introduced last time, but didn't have a person playing them. It's Malbec. Anyway, back to the action. So, Kek, uh, Primary Ganji has just uh, informed you there's a Imperial listening post uh, somewhere at the at the edge of the Kanjali Nebula, and wants you to shut it down and not not tell anybody uh, what's what's really going on. So, so you guys leave the. Uh, the bridge, and um, you're now kind of free to uh, explore leads. There's several people, I'll say, on board who might be useful uh, to figuring out just where this post might be and uh, how to go about shutting it down, but um, it's up to you to employ your, your faction resources to discover that. All right. Heck yeah. I feel like we ought to go talk to whoever's in charge of scanners. I think you were just there. No. <laughs> Should we go back? Do we have more questions? <laughs> <laughs> or probably don't want to be those guys who's like, yeah, I got this. And you like walk out and have to come back 10 minutes later and you're like, I don't got this. Who wants to be that guy? <laughs> um, I do. Uh, by the way, repeat everything you just said again, but also... Uh, you know, give me more information because I'm completely lost. Thanks. Oh no, yeah, no. When we just left there, you know, and they assumed that we had everything under control. It's like, yeah, we got this. Um, oh. then, like you oh, leave, you have to come back. I was, yeah, I was ad libbing. We, I'm, I'm playing off of what you were saying. <laughs> oh, you guys are totally just gotcha. paraphrasing each other's words now. Yep. <laughs> yeah. We're just gonna go into an infinite loop of just yep. this. Yep, for the yeah. next hour. You that's, know it. It's quality content. <laughs> that's it. That's the episode. When do we start talking about dicks? I'm <laughs> Cut it, print it, send it out. Okay, so 
First of all, I would like to point out that um, branding myself as a leader was, in hindsight, not the best idea because I have no idea what to do. But um, the lovely thing is that there's all these nice, nifty family moves. Yeah. And you can, like, just look at them. Look at family moves. And see, like, which one you want to use. And that's a great thing. Is there, like, a person? Is there, like, some kind of, like, engineer that would be able to help us figure out how to get rid of it? Discreetly? Yeah, I was going to say that we could go uh, talk to my people. All right. See if your uh, people it is. If the Esdes or or my main man Longclaw got any info on this on this shit, I was supposed to report back anyways because I'm in hot shit. I killed somebody last time, so a lot of people actually. So, <laughs> are you um, saying this as Nasher right now? No, I'm not. All right, sorry. Um, anyways, <laughs> no, it's good. I was just like, I was just like. It feels like you're talking as a character, but you're not using the voice that you set out to, right. s- to use, and I'm very confused. Uh, all, right, all right, gang. Um, uh, my boss uh, wants me to report back. I think that if we need some help with the uh, this uh, situation, uh, anything technology or listening or whatever, uh, my guy Longclaw's got the information we might need to take it down. He's been around a lot longer than me and uh, is a little bit better at my job than I am. So I'm just going to I'm supposed to report back to him anyways. So if you want to come, you can. If not, do your own thing. I'm going there. How do I know this isn't a trap? You can find that out on your own. But I do like your boots. I can get some money for that. (laughs) Honesty. (laughs) (laughs) um quick question for gavin are we gonna be traveling via monstro to this listening post or are we going to have to secure separate transportation um you will have use of a shuttle cool okay yes that was Ganji didn't specifically say it, but there was more of the conversation that we can gloss over for the audience's sake. But yes, yes, they're um, in addition to being told, "Hey, go out and find this base." They're like, "Here's a ship, so that you can do that." Cool, mm-hmm. cool, 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 cool. Um, I just wasn't sure if getting there was an additional barrier. Um, no, no, getting there is getting there is not an additional barrier. Insofar as to say that there is a vehicle for your use. Right. Getting there as in traveling there and incurring or uh, facing dangers within the nebula and space is another thing. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I am. I'm ready to go with Nasher and hopefully find some uh, Imperials for me to shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.
So uh, Longclaws is currently digging through a pile of scrap, just kind of tossing things over his head left and right uh, and cursing profusely when you guys approach him. You almost get hit, Nasher, by like a toilet seat as it comes hurtling past you. Uh, but uh, you're, you're able to just kind of dodge out. You know, you're familiar with long clauses. Like, this is just normal, everyday him. Uh, y- you have to keep your head on a swivel when you approach him. Um, <laughs> and like, you know, he hears you coming and just kind of turns quickly and goes, what? What is it? Uh, I mean, you told me to talk to you. I'm just here to tell you why they wanted us in the on the bridge. Um, I mean, if you want to keep digging for toilet paper or, like, toilet seats, that's up to you. Do you want to know, or do you want me to leave you be? No, no, it's fine. Come here, come here, young scout. Uh, so, what's on the agenda for the old Capitan? What are we, we uh, what are we, what are we pilfering today? Boss, we got some primo shit coming our way, I gotta tell ya. There is an Imperial listening post close by i'm seeing big big signs for big stuff for our big stack of shit that we got in front of you right there um whatever you want i'm sure they got it i can imagine a satellite antenna just right here just right in this open space here wouldn't it look great there (laughs) boss i think that might be the best place for a satellite i've ever seen I tell you what, I bet we could get two, maybe three, if we go to this listening post. Could you imagine how many things they're listening to? I only got two ears, but I bet they got ten. So, so, uh, what, um, what do you need from old Longclaws? Because I know that, uh, that you came here for more than just to tell me what. You usually dodge right past me. Listen, listen, I, today, I'm feeling like you could be a little generous. Um, we are needing to team up. I think this might be a bit more difficult than our regular, uh, you know, pilfering shit that we need to get for this here listening station. What do you think we could do to uh, help out my buddies back there? They're going to be kind of our, uh, you know, the brawn of this operation to take well, down we, uh, this, uh, this post. We certainly know you're not the brawn, hey, little man. Hey, don't you know it? Just the brains, just the brains. Well, I tell you what. I don't, uh, I don't rightly know where this listening post is, but, um, I got some, I got some scavenging scouting reports of the area. Maybe you could take a look at them, see what you see. I don't know. All right. That sounds good. Um, hey, are those, uh, do we need to go talk to those Esdes? Little piece of crap over there? Do we, should we keep this under the table for right now? Nah, nah, nah. They're, they're just gonna try to move, move in on our reward. Okay, Keep them okay. in the dark as much as much as you can. You got it. Business as usual. All right, let's go. I wave the so I'm gonna wave the the other two over and be like, "We gotta go check some shit out. Come on, follow me." Mm-hmm. Following. You enter the scavengers den, which is a a seedy scrap bar, um, filled with all the best of the best. Uh, you got the famous scavengers of of the the family the ones that have made names for themselves uh and they're all sitting around uh drinking and participating in uh unsavory games and don't even don't even pay you any mind nasher 
I um okay. Who's the biggest one? Uh there's a there's a there's a larger than average uh concrete somehow who's made a name for himself as a scavenger. Usually you want to be small for fitting into things. But this guy this guy makes other people do it. Okay. Um yeah, so so he's uh he's known as the pusher cuz he just he just shoves the little guy into the t- into the tunnel. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> All right, I'm uh, I'm going to walk over to him because uh, I think he's got he's going to be good first. I'm uh going to kind of like you know, play it cool, get the get the cool walk, you know, and uh walk over there and take a seat next to him and be like, "Hey, uh what you, what you got there?" He kind of looks at you, looks down at you. And says, "You're small. You could fit into things. How about you join the pushers' crew?" Uh, well, you know, I I got to be honest with you. I I think I got my own crew going, but um, I was wondering if you had any information about some interesting uh, scouting logs, anything uh, out of the usual that you've seen. Hmm. I could be. Yeah. What's it to you? I. I gotta tell you, I, your your reputation precedes you. I'd love to see you push some shit through some shit sometime, but I, um, we've been tasked with this, uh, I mean, there's a job that the Captain Ganji needs us to do, primary game, whatever their name is. We got a job, and... While they're talking, I would like to approach this man from behind. Okay. Okay, great. So seeing what he's doing, like kind of getting the idea, I go, you know, I'd love this information, and um, I'm sure you'd be willing to give it to me um, for free. Um, I got my friends here with me. I think they'd be willing to push this conversation in the right direction, if you know what I mean. And I motion to um, Malbec. <laughs> Malbec. Free! <laughs> I don't even know how that word's spelled. What is there... <laughs> Is there one e or two? Uh, it, it, I've never I've never used it before in a sentence. It feels weird. So the the chair that he's sitting on is it like a, a legged chair? Um, it is. So does that have like four legs? Uh, or like it a definitely stool? doesn't have conventional legs. Um, I'm I'm okay. thinking that it's probably it's probably like gun barrels that have just been strapped to um, some sort of seat, uh, maybe like. Uh, maybe a seat-shaped rock. Okay. I mean, it's like, it's junk. <laughs> so, would I use fiercely assault then if I wanted to swing that club and try to, like, knock out the seat from underneath them and um, knock them on the you ground? You could do that if you want, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, actually, I think since, okay, so since we're zoomed out currently, we're not really doing uh, character moves at the moment because we want to keep those, those separate. Okay. Um, but... You could do claim by force, which is when you direct your family to seize or maintain control of a resource roll plus grasp on a hit. It's theirs, but with uh, but not without cost. I mean, I, I guess also like I'm not in charge here. Maybe I should be waiting for like a a wink or something like that. You could certainly be intimidating. Um, it's just uh, yeah, it, I'm trying to see if there's a specific move. Yeah, I feel like I feel like claim by force is the is the only one that, that really applies to like 
being a, a, a aggressive stinker <laughs> in such a fashion that you okay. are attempting. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah. Then uh, let's let's do that. So which roll the bones? And that is a six and a four, so a ten. Plus, plus the one grasp of the berets. So yeah, it's an 11, so it's a complete success. Um, so on a 10 plus, you're going to only choose one of these things. Uh, so you'll need to commit more assets to securing it, tie one of your surpluses to the resource. If you lose the resource, you lose the surplus and vice versa. There is a cost to your victory. Your family gets a need of the GM's choice, or you hurt someone. The GM will say who, and they get uh, two treaty on you. I mean, I'm not going to on his ass so like he's gonna get hurt so yeah i guess i'm hurting someone <laughs> okay um so yeah yeah you're, you're obviously it's obvious who the person yeah. is that you're hurting i don't have to say it's it's the pusher uh the pusher is being pushed and um <laughs> and he's, he's not used to this pushed. he's not used to this situation this change of power um and he's definitely going to take two treaty on your family. Uh, so, Jordan, if you want to mark that. Yep. So we've got two on them. Uh, yeah. I mean, your family doesn't specifically, but pusher in your family does, weirdly. Okay. Sounds good. Which might come up, come back later to bite you in the ass. I don't know. I don't, I don't make the rules. I just <laughs> interpret them. <laughs> you knock him on his ass... Uh, breaking his chair out from underneath him in the process, and he's just like, I ain't never been pushed before. I don't like it. It's not nice. It's not nice. Here's the reports, damn it. And just like slaps him on the table for you, Nasher, and he's like, you guys are, you guys are really rude, and I was being so friendly. And he's just like gonna get up and like, fight back a tear and just kind of strut out of the bar before anyone can see him cry. You have a great day, pusher. <laughs> I kind of like look around the room and I'm like, is there anybody else? Come on. We're ready. There's like like three more people just like put their put their uh like data pads out with their scanning reports. Ah, uh, yeah. What a great day for a collection. Thank you very much. I'm glad you are all very understanding today. No funny business. I'll come around and collect them, and then we're out of here. Okay, so we grab all the data pads, and then we peace out before anybody decides to shoot us. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, so yeah, this th these reports put together um, kind of give you a more accurate map of the Kanjali. Um, and there's definitely like a, there's definitely like a spot, um, in the reports that's just like minefield. Don't fuck with this spot. Uh, and there's like a big X X on one of them. Another Concred wrote, "Stupid asteroid, don't touch." Through deductive reasoning, you're like, "That's eh, probably the place." All right. Well, folks, it looks like we got our uh, we got our spot. Now we just gotta get there. Before we go, we're going to need to um, possibly recruit an engineer or two um, to see if we can destroy this listening post without just blowing it up as much as I do enjoy blowing things up. I'll need to grab a few um, recruits of my own. We might need some guns. 
Yeah, you can certainly bring some some troops with you. I mean, does Nasher feel like he's up to the task of fucking with some Imperial technology? I mean, you plan oh, on abs- leaving with several components of the yeah, listening post. Yeah, I guess you're probably fine, huh? I mean, as long as I'm sitting in the back and I'm not in the fight, I'm just there to collect on a reward. Whatever's left over, I'm gonna grab it. If we're if we're loading up onto the shuttle, we can zoom in uh, as you um, are, you know, now flying in the direction of the of this of this quote minefield. So tooling up is an opportunity. Uh, We we're zooming in. So now player moves, character moves. That's what we're focusing on. Uh, It's you know micro smaller scale and. Um, everybody gets an opportunity to um, to say what they're bringing with them. Um, if it's like a weapon or something, you can like add a tag to it uh, of your choosing. The um, tags are in, in the armory. Um, that's on page sixty-one. Uh, yeah. But yeah, we we can go around and and we'll start we'll start with Andrew since uh, you're more familiar to the process. Cool. So we fight with um, flamethrowers. Yeah, my choices were daggers or th- flamethrowers, so I chose flamethrowers. Um, but being a sneaky kind of in the back kind of person, I was thinking it was more of a like flamethrowers. Flamethrower is a great tool, but it's not really effective at range. So I'd like to make it ranged oh. in a way where I can. Um, useful against targets outside arm's reach and out of a few hundred meters. So potentially make it like a napalm, like Mm. chucking like globs of shit at people from far away and like it exploding and fire. It's almost like a, yeah, almost like spewing pit or something. Yeah. Nice. So so I'm going to like modify my, you know, flamethrower standard issue to, yeah, fuck them up. And then um, our armor is already uh, uh, concealed. So could I make it my outfit also mobile as well? Yeah, if you've got enough, if you've got enough uh, surpluses, you can go for it. What? It, so sur- our surpluses are weapons Your and scrap. Sc- yeah, yeah. So you've got two surpluses, so you can pick two benefits here. So you've added a tag to the to the flamethrowers. Um, so if you wanted to add a tag to your armor as well, that's fine. Um, nah, that'll just I, be I the two we'll, things you do. Yeah, I'll just leave it there. I don't want to use up all of our stuff on the first mission. Uh, it doesn't. It doesn't use it. It's just saying like you have these surpluses. Yeah, it, they're it, they're not consumed. 
Got it. Okay. Well, then I definitely will do that then. Um, then we'll do... Um, so the flamethrowers are ranged, and then we, I want my suits to be mobile as well. So that's grapples, to to, jump jets, boosted muscles are similar, uh, make it much easier to get around while wearing this gear. Yeah, just because, you know, when to get our shit out, get our shit and get it quickly. Cool. All right, uh, Jordan. Um, I have a question. Yes. Uh, since I have a need for transport, I probably cannot tool up with a vehicle. Is that correct? Um, yes. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. Love. Or if you do, uh, or if you do tool up with a vehicle, it's your only vehicle. Okay. Because like needs doesn't mean that you don't have any of them. It just means that you don't have enough of them to go around. Right. I want to add. One to the quality of a set of followers for this mission. How does that work? So, like, basically, if you tell if if they do something um, without being ordered to for like their own survival or something, um, when you send a group of followers to perform a task within their specialty, they roll plus quality. This is like their only stat uh, instead okay. of having like instead of having like you know uh, lore and sway and things like that okay so i want to do that um and i feel like that's yeah and i feel like that's relevant to the um recruit surplus yeah and since my faction only has two surpluses um i'm gonna let my second in command here pick what we do with our weapons. Um, so I saw there was one for far and one for silent. I feel like far could be mm-hmm. useful. Pick up somebody, pick off somebody from a distance. We are going to be indoors, so maybe silent would be better. So, yeah, I'd say silent. Put silencers on on these pistols. Nice. Okay, are we are we planning on actually entering the listening state? I guess we have to. Don't I mean, we? if we, I figure if we're gonna plant a bomb, we need to go inside, or if we're gonna get in there and sabotage it and make it implode or something. Okay. Cool. All right. So you have silenced weapons, and your enforcers have one more quality than normal. So you bring you you don't bring the raw recruits. You're bringing the the trained boys. For this job, you're bringing your second in command, and you're bringing some some good good followers. That's where we zoom in um, on you guys in a shuttle. Uh, this this shuttle, it's like a medium medium shuttle because there's like seven people on the shuttle. There's you three, and then four more berets at the end. Uh, one of whom is driving, unless one of you wants to drive. I'll, I'll give that Actually, I feel like I should be driving if I'm so concerned about her safety. I, mean, I don't think I would trust it with anybody else, so I'll, I'll drive. Okay. All right. Malbec is driving. Um, that is a good ch- chance for me, then, to ask for you to make a roll. All right. 
Yeah, wasteland survival. When you navigate through the wasteland outside of settled lands, roll plus steel. Okay. Um. So that is five. <laughs> oh no! Yikes! <laughs> okay. That's so funny because our can, family wait, absolutely wait, I... has a pilot, and it's not him. <laughs> can I help? Can I help? I yes, want to give him the help the, action. You can take the help action. Okay. I also <laughs> rolled a five. <laughs> so I watch it. I'm expecting, like, seeing both of you guys. Like, Malbec is kind of driving, and you're like, no, 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 no. You're going the wrong way. You're going the wrong way. And you, like, point at your map, and it's, like, upside down. And you're like, you got to go to the X. Go to the X. No, not left. My left. Your left. Uh, and yes, and it's like we're but we have the both le- both the same left. Ah, you you took too long. You did turn there right. Is no left in space. Um, <laughs> yeah, no left in space. Uh, there's there's port and and starboard. Um, uh, but anyway, so so you have managed to get lost. the The nebula is is an easy place to get lost in, um, and. And that is now where you find yourself. Um, you see floating in the distance a um, a gondola much larger than Monstro um, with a different color pattern. So, so whereas Monstro is kind of like a silver, um, this gondola has like um, flecks of like red and blues inside of its silver to make the, it kind of more like colorful and flashy. Um, and anyone who is familiar with gondola, even a little bit, probably Tavia might know this, or, um, is that this is a, a bull, a male. Okay. Um, bulls tend to be a little bit more dangerous. All right. Um, I'm going to uh, really quickly push Nasher out of the way. Um, and then uh, I'm going push to like push him like pu- push him like Malbec pushed Pusher. <laughs> Didn't know and I then, wanted to be pushed before. Um, I'm going to turn. I'm going to call over one of my followers who. Uh, was a pilot before they defected and be like, I need you to steer us away from this gondola now. No problem, boss. Uh, I'll just uh, be taking that seat, Malbec. Right in. Oh, is Malbec still in the seat? I thought Nasher took over. No, no, no. They were. They, he was. He was trying to help navigate Malbec, oh. but not not driving. No. Um, in that case, I have pushed Malbec <laughs> out of the seat. I've been like, move the fuck over. <laughs> we have people for this. Yeah. So, uh, so she's gonna crack her knuckles and kind of, kind of look uncomfortably at Malbec, while she just like goes to put her hands on this on the steering wheel. Like, this is okay. Like, I can, I can do this. Okay. <laughs> and and gets control of the of the ship. Um, and so she is going to act under orders, and we'll see how good that goes. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh, am I rolling? Yeah, I don't have dice. Why would I roll? Oh, okay. 
<laughs> I don't know. I just I just assumed this was gonna be like D and D where you just roll all the NPCs. Nah, fuck that. Alright. So that's gonna be plus the quality, right? Yes. Which is a two. Okay, so we are skating by on a ten. Nice. Um so on a ten plus they do it no problem. Um so they they're gonna just like or she's going to turn the wheel and uh, and leave the area with this bull who has just noticed you and is starting to kind of fly uh, in your direction. Uh, and she she, you know, guns it and gets you um, back back on track to the uh, to the location indicated to you by the Concord scavengers. Greetings, dear listeners. Welcome to the menagerie of podcasty goodness. Gavin from Roll Warriors here to rap for a second about some of the goings-on and give you my hat-in-hand speech. Firstly, if you haven't heard the news, I've started a Twitch stream. I play video games and hang out, and you can come and ask me questions. It will be live-streamed every other Tuesday on opposite weeks of the podcast release schedule, so come and check me out from 8.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time at the underscore rollist underscore warrior. Full streams will also be available video on demand on Twitch for one week after the stream, so those who miss it live will still get a chance to see it. Since I release all the podcast episodes for free, I wouldn't mind if you were able to send some financial support by going to our Patreon at Roll underscore Warriors. For $5 a month, you will gain access to some bonus content in the form of extra episodes and one-shots, as well as get to suggest what bonus episode we make next. In addition, patrons will receive the deluxe version of the Season 1 EP once it's released. This will mean extra songs selected from Season 1 of Roll Warriors in their final mastered format. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter at Roll Warriors for shoutouts, fan art, burning questions, or really whatever you like. We'd love to hear from you. Okay, with that all out of the way, I'm going to let you go and get back to the episode. An asteroid sits in a small field of smaller space rocks. This asteroid is dull and brown and wholly plain, save for their secrets hidden within. A small steel truss spire pokes out of the top of the asteroid, and at the tip of the spire is a long, flexible antenna. This antenna is the only indication that the asteroid might not be what it seems. Um, you also see a field of small metal balls floating. Um, it does not look like there is an easy way to circumvent these hmm and the pilot slows and she says um what do you want us to do now can we not just shoot all the all the uh the balls and see what happens are we sure we want to make our presence known quite this soon i mean it looks like we finally got a capable pilot sitting here in the chair i think i think they could get us where we need to go can we scan the objects I can scan them, yes. Um, if you want to, um, you can... Would that be the information is power? Yeah. 
Cool. Yeah, you can spend a point of data. Do I have data to spend? <laughs> that's that's uh that's a question for your uh your faction leader here. Yeah, we have two. Do you want to? Um. So yeah, if you you can just spend it, you don't have to roll anything. Um. That spending the data is expelling a resource to get a reward. There's gotcha. no like risk associated okay. with it. Um. So. Yeah, reveal a secret they discovered about your target and gain fleeting its advantage exploiting it. So you see that this is definitely they these read as mines. Like you know you know that there's an explosive charge in each one of these little balls of death. And you also know that they are uh they are drawn magnetically. So any any magnetic or, or metal object that approaches them too quick, too closely, will uh, draw them in. Um, sounds like we're gonna have to shoot them. Wait, I got, I got a plan. I got a plan. I'm gonna use a character move. It's called Scrap Heap Ingenuity. Um, we're gonna have to sit here for a little bit, or back up and retrace our steps. But it says when you spend a few hours wiring up and harmonizing all of the odd junk you carry around, you can accomplish great things. Choose a main feature. Sensors that can detect any trace of blank, a shield against blank, communication from afar, destruction of whatever it's attached to. And then the GM chooses something where it says someone needs to stay up for the activation. It requires some potent energy source. Or it needs time to charge up. Um, so like I can use this move to create something and then you choose what the, whatever it is that we have to do to make it work basically. But I need a couple hours to do it. So like I could, I was thinking like I could like wire up like a little like metal whiz bang rocket and just like send it out, you know, and then... Mm -hmm. Watch it attract, like, to attract a bunch of, of the mines since they're magnetized, and it'll create a lane for us to to quickly go for the, uh, the, the asteroid. That's as good a plan as any. Yeah. Um, it's worth noting it's probably the only plan of action you have, given that uh, the shuttle does not have weapons. Oh. There you go. Yeah. I was going to wait for that. If you were like, shoot it. And I'd say, with what? <laughs> with what? <laughs> These are unarmed shuttles. I'm assuming that we're far enough away that we're not like triggering any sort of reaction or anything from the asteroid. Not at the... Uh, oh, you mean from the asteroid, from the, from the listening post. Yeah, correct. How would you know that? I guess that's fair. Okay, so I'm going to say... Um, uh, I think I... <sighs> So I like I tell them the plan. I said I think we should we should back up. Let me put something together, and then uh, we'll come back. I don't know how long this this might take me a while. Uh, I don't want us to just be sitting here like uh, sitting ducks, whatever that is. <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever a duck is. Whatever it just, a duck came, is. It just came into my head. <laughs> yeah, the pilot says there's a dust cloud I can hide us in for the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. You do that. All right, let me get to work. <laughs> Malbec. Yeah. In the meantime, can you grab a recruit and see what you can find out about uh, the inner workings of that listening post? Um, maybe see if we're close enough to scan it. I want to know what's going to happen when we get up there. Yep, sure thing. I'm going to go up and I'm going to grab a recruit. Like, hey, what's going on? 
I'm just be overly aggressive with them, even though I'm asking them. And I'm just say like, please and thank you when I'm doing it. But like yelling. They're just like, you grabbed them by the collar and you're just kind of shaking. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Just <laughs> unnecessarily. Please. <laughs> if you would be so kind as to tell me what's going on. Yeah. Um, uh, cool. 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 Um, what were my options, Andrew, for what I, I can demand from you? So it says someone needs to stay with it up to its activation, whatever the thing is that I make. Um, it'll require some potent energy source or it needs to change. Uh, excuse me. It needs to charge up before it triggers. I will say that it will require a potent energy source. Perfect. I take uh, one of the fuel cells out of the ship. <laughs> cool. And without consulting literally anyone. Correct. Perfect. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you don't have like all the scrap on hand either. So you're just like pulling off parts of the ship to to make this little rocket as yeah. well. Yeah. It's like, no, like I'm nothing taking... that'll kill us. Come on. <laughs> I'm taking stuff off people. I'm taking, you know, like whatever I need. Yeah. <laughs> you give me that. <laughs> Just now, my... someone's pocket watch. <laughs> that's hey, that's my communicator. <laughs> I need it. <laughs> <laughs> We're not hearing from that guy again. You, I need your leg. Why do you need my leg? <laughs> I just thought I it'd be say. funny to see him walk around without it. <laughs> <laughs> Give me your eye. <laughs> um, he's gonna wake up, and he's not gonna know what happened. Oh man. Such a good, such a good scene. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah. So, so your ship is now operating uh, under half power, meaning that um, at a at a at a critical moment, um, your speed might not be enough. Cool. And the uh, the the guy, the recruit that you so so unpleasantly tousled uh malbec is gonna um is going to need to be uh commanded under the under orders okay so i need a roll for that guy yeah and it'll be plus two cool then it's a 14 because that was a that was double sixes fucking dang these are some really really qualified recruits you guys have Mm -hmm. (laughs) um so yeah, they they do it no problem. Um, they're gonna uh, they're gonna come back and and say, uh, Mr. Malbec, sir. Um, well, I, I I used I used the the ship scanner. Um, the range has dropped on it all of a sudden. I don't know what that's about, but <laughs> we're 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 in close enough proximity to the listening station that I can confirm. That they see us. I want to grab him by the collar again. I'm like, thank you so much. I can't believe how helpful that was. You did a great job. And I just want to like, just kind of toss him against the wall. <laughs> He's gonna like dust himself off and and find the opposite spot uh, that he can be as far away from you as possible. Yep. <laughs> Thank you.
right. So, um, yeah, you know that uh, you know that they know that you're there, and um, you take the couple of hours and scavenge from your ship to create uh, a little missile, a little magnet missile. Fantastic! Wow, this is uh, this is a nice this is piece of art I've made right here. I th- I hope you guys like the result. Everybody ready? You better put on your sunglasses for this one. I uh, like close my suit, hop out the hop out the door, turn it on, and let it go. I'm gonna take the uh, sunglasses worn really seriously. I'm gonna like put my hand <laughs> over and like shield her eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, thank you, Malbec. Tavia is kind of like looking through the split in your hand. Uh, right. Um, but yeah, you just have, have this like catcher's mitt size uh, paw <laughs> in your face to shield you from the blast. Um, and you see this uh, missile go off. Um, does there? Do you have to roll to see how successful this is? No, it just does a thing. Nope it just it just does it. Okay. Uh, so it zips through um, the minefield and pulls uh, several mines uh, away with it. And there is a, a narrow gap, but a gap nonetheless, um, that your ship just might fit through. You have our heading, recruit. Okay. Um, <laughs> I guess I'll I guess I'll do it then. Am I rolling again? Yep. You're rolling again. Six, seven, eight, eleven. My God. Um, okay. Super qualified. Okay, God. so all of the recruits are more qualified for this mission than any of the people that were actually sought out for the mission. That's what I'm getting right now. Yeah. Yeah, you maybe should have just let them do it. Let them handle things. I'm just saying there's a reason my family has a need for um, leadership, but not a need for recruits. (laughs) Yeah. The recruits are fine. They just need directions. (laughs) She's going to gun the ship forward and start flying through the the minefield. Um, You do see some mines start to kind of inch their way towards your ship um and just at the edge edge of the or like the inner edge of the minefield because it's kind of like a ring the ship stalls out (laughs) missing one of its power cells uh and uh just kind of drifts for a second and the uh two mines that were following it are going to collide and you're going to take uh to harm to the ship's hull. I feel like the only thing I can do in terms of moves is diffuse with what I'm thinking. I basically want to um like run down to the engine, you know, section. I was going to say room. It's a shuttle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The engines are like in um, the wall panels at the at the back yeah. of the ship. So I'm gonna pull open the panels and see if I can improvise some uh way to get the ship running again. Okay, I'm just gonna help as well. I'm gonna just yell at the pilot because <laughs> it's definitely her fault. 
Would you consider that improvised technology or remembered information? Actually, it doesn't matter uh, what I um, add to it because it's a fail. <laughs> a bad, bad fail. A two. I rolled a okay. five. I'll, I'll five. help. I'll help. You'll help. Nasher knows eight. what he tore up, so he knows how to fix it. I rolled a 12. <laughs> <laughs> See? All right. Um, so that is gonna, yeah, that's gonna bring up to, um, what do you say? Was it, was it a mixed success if it's a failure and it just, and you succeed, so it goes up one? Yeah. 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 Okay. Um, so on a seven to nine, you've bought some time, but you will choose one. The GM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary reprieve and the danger will soon return or the danger is still present, but threatening someone or something else. Can the someone or something else be the listening post? <laughs> uh, no. <laughs> You're not going to make our failure work for us? Andrew, if you don't have an opinion, I guess it's only a temporary reprieve? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay. You get the ship going again, uh, and the shuttle pilot looks back at you and guys and says, I, I can't stop here. The, the mines, they're going to... They're going to blow the ship up. I, I got to go back out the way we came. I can drop you off. That'll have to do. And, um, okay, well, I'm going to grab two of the recruits, leaving two of them on the shuttle. Okay, so it'll be it'll be shuttle pilot and um, and and poor, <laughs> poor yelled at person standing in, <laughs> sitting in the corner. I would love, though, a forge a path roll. Um, to see if you actually can take gear and other characters with you. Okay. Uh, and it, it doesn't matter who it is. Um, they can make the roll. Okay. Anyone can make the roll. Because basically what's going to happen is the shuttle is going to, you're going to open the doors and just jump out towards the, towards the asteroid. Ah, oh, that was 13, boy. That's unlucky. <laughs> That's an well, unlucky number. Well, uh. Not today, bitch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so on a 10 plus, you only have to pick one. You're exposed to danger as you travel. The route you took is lost. You can't take your uh, slash other characters with you, or you take a lot longer than you expected. Um, I feel like narratively, the one that makes the most sense is you're exposed to danger as you travel. I felt like narratively the one that makes the most sense is the route you took is lost. I almost I said say. that and then I changed my mind. So let's switch it to that one. Just because like the shuttle's leaving you, right? You can't go yeah. back the way you came. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Okay. The shuttle's going to have to come back for us. <laughs> well, eventually, right? Um, yeah, it, hopefully. Maybe who knows what's in here? True, we live on this listening station now. So, at the base of the truss spire is a sin single hand crank pressure seal affixed to a small metal bulkhead. Uh, and, and you guys all just kind of fly slowly towards the truss spire and latch on to whatever you can grab, grab a hold of. So you're all just like hanging from the top uh, antenna of this, sh of this asteroid. And you see this hatch down at the bottom. All right. Guess we're climbing down. Beyond the bulkhead is a narrow ladder descending into total darkness. Through the darkness at the bottom of the ladder, you can see the faint outline of a large circular chamber. 
I'm gonna sneakily climb down there and see if I can't get a peek. On one end, backlit by view screens and displays, are four dwarfish figures. It's kind of hard to see them because they're they're just backlit by the screens. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Malbec, uh since you decided to, to come down here um, first and by yourself, um, you are going to uh, draw their draw their fire. <laughs> the lights of this chamber stay pretty dark, but um, one kind of one kind of ceiling light uh, sh- flashes, and you can see um, the creatures at the at the far side. These are the Untu. Um, which you haven't met of any of, but you've heard of them. Uh, like, you know, you're traveled enough that you know uh, most species. So they are roughly the size of human children. They have albino white skin covered in a thin coat of wispy white hair. Uh, the homeworld of the Intu is cold and covered with caves and darkness. They have adapted to this environment with large eyes with enormous pupils to soak in large amounts of light and two long and wide pointed ears protruding from the sides of their head. Their mouths appear quite petite on their big heads and their wet rodent nose is always sniffing the air. Uh, they wear black lab coats and have small silver laser guns primed and ready. Alright, well if they're shooting at me, I'm gonna shoot back. Okay, go ahead with that fiercely assault. That is... That's force, right? So that is... Yes. Uh, Eleven. Eleven, okay. Um... So on a 10 plus, you get to choose two, and the GM is going to choose one. Um, So your avenue of escape is clear. You inflict savage, terrifying harm, frightening and dismaying your foes. You scavenge something valuable, gain a device, or you get information from your foes, get one data. You can pick two. Um, I'd like to say the chair. Definitely scare them, but also forge away. Get away for us to, you know, get down and in there. Okay, so yeah, you're you're just like taking the brunt of the fire so that everyone can come piling in after you. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, you are gonna down one of these creatures, and they all kind of let out like childlike shrieks, um, but not before uh, you take harm appropriate to them as they're gonna shoot back at you. Um, and these are stun pistols, stun lasers, so they're they're not gonna harm you in the traditional sense. But you are now petrified. Okay. And can't move. Okay. All right. All right. At the sound of the gunfire, um, I have just, like, turned to the two. Was it two? Um, Recruits we brought with us. And I'm like, go, go, go. And we kind of go rushing in. And can we all fiercely assault when um combat capable followers fight with you add the area tag to your weapons as they help you take on a large group so basically you're going to roll to fiercely assault at with the area tag in place um okay cool um and since malbec has sort of held them off we have run past them and are like looking back and shooting at them from like that angle that is gonna be a eight plus 
one. Yes, nine. Nine. Okay. So uh, you're gonna pick two. You're gonna pick one uh, from those the options, and I get to pick two. Okay. Okay. You inflict savage, terrifying harm. Okay. I don't want these fuckers following us. Uh, you're gonna take uh, harm appropriate, and uh, someone or something important to you is harmed. Uh, they're gonna, yeah, they're gonna down um, one of the uh, one of your recruits in the process, um, and they're going to uh, hit you um, with another stunner. So one of your one of your recruits kind of dodge rolls uh, out of the situation. Uh, you have taken out uh, two in the process. So there's, there's one left and it kind of um, like dives into the darkness. So Nasher, it's just you and another, uh, and, and one of the uh, beret recruits left. Uh, hearing the silence of gunfire, I'm going to slink down and, and look around and say, go to the recruit and say, is there any left? Yeah, man, there's one took off in that in, into the darkness over there. I, I, I didn't. I didn't get a good, good look at where they went. Well, uh, let's go ahead and take a look. I charge up the flamethrower <laughs> and lob a glob over to uh, over to in that direction. Just the general direction, not really. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. Sure. So I, I'll fiercely assault mm-hmm. as well. Yeah, you're firing blind, but you know, if you hit something, you hit something. Uh, ten. Ten. Wow. Okay, so you get to choose two, and I'll choose one. All right. Well, we will scavenge something valuable and gain a device, and then I'm also gonna, I don't know, get information from the foes and gain one data. Okay. Um. So. Yeah, th- what happens here? Because um, I will, I will explain it, and then you'll it, it'll become obvious uh, which of these I am choosing. Um, you fire a a like hot lob of of goo out of your flamethrower, and um, it strikes out into the darkness, illuminating its path as it goes. Um, and it hits a, a console on the far wall, which sparks and explodes. Um, and you hear like a whimpery cry as the last Untu is blasted out uh, onto the floor and kind of slides uh, a few feet in your direction um, and doesn't get up. Uh, the, the fire is going to start to spread. Um, <laughs> uh, I will also say... So you, you're going to scavenge something valuable um, on you, you kind of like note the fire and then run over to like the station where they were working. There's like four desks um, with with view screens and everything. Um, you're you're going to get the data. Uh, there's just like they're tracking the movements of all of the gondola herds. And there is a tablet that has listed on it in Imperial Geagora tracking information. And that's the device that you're getting. Got it. So it's a tablet with the tracking information? Yes, for the Geagora. So the room is on fire. And um, 
it's it's quickly spreading and you have three petrified uh stunned friendos uh can i talk um you can uh kind of try kind of try okay i'm gonna go like Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna like guide my eyes towards the like stun pistols and then look back at um my recruit and then back at the stun pistol and I am indicating to um this person that perhaps there is a like reversal beam on this pistol. You watching enough Star Trek, I would say. <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and um <laughs> Am I watching get... enough Star Trek for you, Gavin? Yeah. Well, you can you can thank Chris for that because <laughs> yeah. he has yeah. me watching so much Star Trek. He has a life size wharf sitting behind him. Like the there, the audience yeah. can't the audience can't see that. There's a life size wharf in in the room with him. I love so, like, Star Trek. <laughs> There's a batleth up on my yeah. wall. Nice. I almost I almost got a batleth. You should get a batleth. Uh, the, no, like the the guy that did this tattoo. Um, almost gave me his batleth because he got paid in batleth for a tattoo and he's like I don't know what I'm going to do with this fucking thing <laughs> and I looked at Sam and Sam was like not with the child in our house and I said oh but okay. you need a family oh. batleth where else is your how else are you going to show people your family has honor maybe I'll get a Chris knife there you go <laughs> there you go Gavin I have a um, novelty decorative plate um, of the Enterprise in my living room, which you have not noticed, even though it's sitting on my TV stand. My my perception score is surprisingly low. <laughs> Zero. Um, anyway, so going to... Um, Roll under orders. Yes. Yes, eight. You said eight? Yeah. Okay, so you're going to have to choose one. Uh, it's done, but they fell short on one particular aspect. There will be unfortunate consequences, or it cost them their quality drops by one. Um, let's go with the first one. They fell short in one particular aspect. Okay, so they like <laughs> pull up this laser gun and they're like finagling with the controls, not really sure what to do. Um, and uh, they shoot it. And um, it it hits your legs, and your legs are are now not petrified, but the rest of your body still is. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And he does, okay, and, it, so. and the recruit does it for the others as well. So you're all like, you know, just walking around with petrified upper torsos. I want to walk up with okay. my petrified arms out and. Just- Give him a a whack, kind of let him know it's like, hey, finish the job. <laughs> um, he looks at the gun and he's like, I I don't know what to do. It's it's that's all it does. I'm gonna just scream at him with my mouth shut. <laughs> all right, I'm gonna walk see this silliness and walk back and be like. Oh my god. Okay. And then walk back. I'm gonna do a diffuse roll and and do um improvised technology. So plus lore. Okay. Um and try to get them back to normal. Does that sound good? 
Uh, that sounds like something, yeah, you, you should do really quickly, given that the room is on fire. That the room is on is... fire. <laughs> Man, dice are rolling hot today. I got an 11. Whew. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you, the situation is safe until it's changed significantly, by which I mean your compatriots. The room is on fire? <laughs> the room is still on fire, but your compatriots uh, are, are, are now moving. Um, you, you go over to the laser gun and you, you, there's a dial and it says, it says freeze, unfreeze. And you see that the dial has been set halfway between the two and you just like turn it a little bit more and, and blast your friends. Uh, and then everybody's completely unfrozen. So not all I mean, of the recruits are like, you know. Stellar. 10 out of 10. This yeah. guy's cousin got him yeah. or something. He lied on his resume. <laughs> I just look at Tavia. I'm like, <laughs> like where, where do you even get these guys? I mean, like, come on. This is, can they not read? The room on. is on fire. <laughs> we gotta go. Come on. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, um. We gotta blow this shit up quick and get the hell out of here. So, do you have to blow it up? It's on fire. It's currently so on this fire. Point, <laughs> at this point, we might as well blow it up. Well, I was okay. We could fight the fire. <laughs> like I kind of want to hit some fire with my club, and assuming that's gonna work. I need as much <laughs> stuff as I can get before we leave. So. I'm just going to be back here. I'm going to be grabbing shit as we go, but I'll uh, keep an eye on you, okay? There's got to be a fire suppression system. Um, yeah. In theory, what would we roll for that? In theory... We'll defuse roll. Um, I'm thinking it's probably uh, Unleash Power. Okay. Oh. Fancy. I can make that. I have a plus one to lore... I thought well, you um, were busy scavenging. I mean, it's true, but, like, if somebody yells at me, then, like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Malbec said he was going to fight the fire, so Malbec's going to fight the fire. Hey, there you go. Nobody else was ready to fight the fire. You were like, I'm going to get stuff to sell for money, <laughs> and I was like, we're going to blow this entire place up. <laughs> just gotta, Just got to keep you safe. All right, so unleash power. I my lore is also a minus one. Same. Love it. All right, well, here I go. Oh, that is a six. That's a six. <laughs> <huh>? Nor. <laughs> good, good. Nobody good. wants to help. I mean, I think I'm kind of busy right now. Yeah, you're kind of busy so. right now. Um. Yeah. So <laughs> let's um. Is, are the fire extinguishers on fire? Is that what's happening? <laughs> you go to the, you go to the to the to the the glass thing that says "break in case of fire," and you look at your you look at your your you know club, and you you smash it against the cl- uh, against the glass, and nothing happens. <laughs> All right, I want to shoot the glass. That would be a help action that you chose to not do oh my god gavin okay <laughs> there's a gonna be a hard move but i'm ha- i'm 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 happy to let nasher resolve 
uh, trying to find some 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 scrap uh, before the hard move happens because I feel like that that that's entering the territory of no return. Yeah, I so while I'm fishing around for shit, I just look at this big this big oaf hitting a wall with a hammer, and I'm like. Ah, these fucking people. And then I, I go over and grab to help. Well, uh, we decided I, not to help. We're not allowed to help now. We're not allowed to help I, now. Is I already resolved. Like, I told you oh. that there will be a hard move because nobody decided to help. But I'm letting you scavenge things before I resolve it so that... Y- because you were doing them simultaneously. Uh, See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah you yeah. can't be scavenging and simultaneously decide to take the help action. So what what do you think I should do? What role do you think I should do for that? Whatever move gets you a device. Um, yeah, I would. It's s- a diffuse role. I would say or fiercely unlo- assault's probably the best choice. Yeah, you're right. I like that. So I'm just going to like hack at a wall. Uh, yeah, that's a nine. So Nine. Gain a device. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, I have to come up with another device. Uh, that's fun. You break into a wall panel, and um, you find this uh, this station's signal amplifier. Okay, cool. It's like a, yeah, it's a device about yay big. It's it almost. It's kind of like roughly. <laughs> it's roughly like, uh, uh like lantern shaped. Um, but it's, okay. yeah, it's got a bunch of wires coming off of it after you tear it out. Cool. Okay. So hard move time. Now that, now that we've gotten another device, um, the panel that, uh, that you just ripped into Nasher, the, the live wires spark and explode, um, and send you flying and you take two harm. <laughs> And yeah, now the built now the the room is very very much on super fire, um, more than just normal <laughs> fire. The fire is a lot more, and it's bad. I'm gonna start pushing the uh, recruits we have towards the exit where we came in. The ladder, and, yeah, uh, yeah, and call out for Malbec and. I'm just going to try to get us out of here because I truly feel as though this place is on fire. We've done. We've destroyed it. Yeah, that's what I was trying to get to earlier. Like, you're going to set a bomb in a thing that's burning to the ground. (laughs) Seems like overkill. (laughs) Beating a dead horse or whatever. But yeah, Um. I mean, you know. All right. So so, yeah, you, you, you call to Malbec, who is just stubbornly beating this this glass dis- like break in case of sign and it's just like you are supposed to do the thing that you say you do when I hit you with this thing so Tavia is calling to you to say it's time to fucking get out of here alright so I'm like I'm reluctantly I'm gonna hit it one last time and then just what are you trying to kill yourself try to put out the fire protect you you see a tiny tiny crack on the glass, the last hit. After I make my forge a path move, can I make a small narrative choice that you can delete later if you don't like? Okay. 
I have a really funny idea for why this glass isn't breaking unless you've already thought of something. I don't have anything. Go for it. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm going to make my roll first to see if we even get out of here. Right. That's a 10. Obviously, the route we took is lost. Natch, natch. We are not coming back to the inside of this listening station. Um, However, as I push everyone out and follow behind them, I glance back and next to the um, in-case-of-fire-break sign, there is a small hammer with a pointed end that, when striking the glass, would break it. Um, This is, of course, a preventative measure to keep people from bumping into it and accidentally breaking it. The the club was too blunt. You Uh. needed to... And then I just roll my eyes and make my way up the ladder. On the way out, can I just kind of like just throw something at it and it just happens to break it? I don't even notice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I gave you the crack. Yeah, yeah, okay. Like you were like, you were like, one last time. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, oh, why, wait, it's going. It's go-. <laughs> Yeah, no, then I'll, I'll follow up and out. <laughs> uh, so you guys all scale the ladder. Um <laughs> Nasher a little bit gingerly, uh, now that you're nursing some woundage, and you you ascend once again uh, to see the shuttle has circled back around and is now dragging quite a few mines behind it. Awesome. <laughs> okay, nice. well, how fast can we jump on this uh, shuttle? How what fast are they gonna do? Just hovel with the hover with the door open for half a second (laughs) like a little video game it just circles around us and we have to hop on one at a time as it gets in the right position yeah um in any case uh what are we gonna have to roll for this do we all need to let's have individual diffuse rolls okay would you like it to be i'm assuming Uh, no i was going with intimidation or physical exertion force or endurance or quick action steel you can choose between the two of those i rolled a i rolled a 10 with uh, steel for quick action i got an eight okay 11 11 so malbec the failure (laughs) well partial succeeder um, you've bought some time, but you're going to choose one. The DM will demand a sacrifice to secure your safety. It's only a temporary reprieve and the danger will soon return or the danger is still present, but threatening someone or something else. Um, I think the sacrifice is the one that makes the most sense. Okay. Um, so you, you see Nasher and Tavia leap onto the, uh, onto the ship and you have just enough time to 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 make the jump. There is a recruit in front of you, and you can't make the jump unless you push them out of the way. Is this the recruit that got the settings wrong on the pistol? It is. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I don't have faith that he can keep her safe, so... I'm shoving him out of the way. <laughs> yes. So you shove him into space, and he just kind of starts plummeting. He's like, what the hell? Learn to read. And, uh, <laughs> and Malpick leaps into the ship and grabs uh, grabs it with your big hand, uh, just 
like crunching down a little bit as as you sail uh, past the station. Several of these uh, mines are going to peel off and hit the station antenna itself, um, which, I mean, hey, works for you, right? It just keeps, it, it starts, you know, impacting and, and blowing up um, exposed uh, metal in this asteroid. And uh, then a large explosion from within the asteroid shoots up and there's like a flame spout. Um, and there's like maybe half a dozen mines still trailing the shuttle. And the pilot's like, uh, you guys all in? All in. Go, go, go. And she's going to gun it. So why don't you give me another uh, under orders roll? <laughs> all right partner nine nine all right so they're they fell short in one particular aspect there will be unfortunate consequences or it costs them their quality drops by one cost them okay so yeah this is a stressful situation that this pilot will not quickly recover from she's going to be shell-shocked for a long time but the yeah she 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 guns it and uh you can see the the mines start to um, start to peel away, like the distance um, on them becomes great enough that they they stop following, uh, and then they impact with each other. Nice. You guys cool. are are in your partially damaged shuttle, missing uh, missing a couple of people. <laughs> okay, so um, the. Berets of the end, you have gained the surplus justice. I feel like it's fair that the berets, given that they expended most of the resources, are going to take the surplus, and uh, and Nasher yeah. is going to make out with the scrap, <laughs> the devices and whatnot. So yeah, you you guys are are flying back to Monstro, knowing that um, today you've done good. The Imperial listening post is going to threaten the nebula no longer and feel like the gondola the as a species are are protected for the time being um your ship and and the rest of them yeah i mean there's a darker undertone um behind every victory and and the darker undertone is that the imperials wanted the geagora for something and it's an apex predator that eats gondola. So it probably wasn't something good. Um, and you you get this mounting sense of dread that, you know, even though you've won this, this victory and achieved some sense of justice, um, the Imperials aren't going to take it lying down and there will be, there will be ramifications. Mm-hmm.